once again. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! And what's up, morning, Yahooligans? It's Motorcycle Mayhem, baby! It's your daily biker news coming at you. It's a Friday, man, 10-9-2020. And, of course, we got your biker news. But I'd like to answer a question from a subscriber. And if you want to send me an email with a question, I might address it on here uh, with the show. At info at insanethrottlebikernews.com. Again, Info at InsaneThrottleBikerNews.com. I probably screwed that crap up right there. But anyway, uh, subscriber asked me, what do I consider the biggest threat when it comes to the lifestyle, either independent or MCs? Well, I really don't like talking about MCs unless it's in the news. But my personal opinion is this. I don't think there's a threat. Yes, I think there's motorcycle profiling's very real, but that's been around forever. And maybe it's gotten a lot worse lately. You know, Texas. Yeah, it's pretty bad in Texas, but we had a big win in Texas out of Lubbock uh, where the Cossack got pulled over, got charged for a misdemeanor, Appeals overturned it, the whole nine yards. So, yeah, there's wins like that. And there's tons of wins that ABATE are doing, AMA is doing, and your local biker rights organization's doing. So, there are a lot of victories happening. But, as far as threats concern, I would have to ask, what are you talking about? I have learned myself... Trust me, I have learned. Yeah, there's a lot of different type of people out there, a lot of different type of uh, thinking than there used to be. But that has to all do with evolution, man. That's how everybody evolves. One generation's different than the next. Take people starting an MC. They have a lot of different way of thinking than, say, my generation did, where they like to go through the, you know, we went through the protocol and, our, and all that stuff. Or where you have people say, hey, I want to do this. Next thing you know, they back out. Uh, those type of people. But they really don't believe in the old ways of doing stuff. And I think, again, that has to do with how they were raised through the lifestyle way they were raised in life on how they actually feel about this you know tradition I had I would have to say another thing that's really been happening that I see in the clubs and you know what I don't think it's a freaking threat I really don't uh bangers coming into the scene man uh a lot of people don't like it but who says you can't be a banger 
and come into the scene. Yeah, you got a lot of street smarts with you. But I'd have to argue that everybody loves a motorcycle, man. Even bangers love motorcycles. So I wouldn't consider that something that is bad. Now, if you're talking about MCs and stuff, yeah, I guess it could be freaking uh, a little destructive because you got a lot of bangers that don't go out there and just talk smack. They actually do a lot of stuff for it. You know, a lot of people... Hold on a second, this damn mic here. Sorry about that. I gotta get that fixed. Anyway, you have a lot of people, especially independents, that say, well, recruiting gangbangers lead to nothing but trouble. No, I say they don't sit there and talk like a lot of other people do when they start motorcycle clubs. I think they usually carry through with what they mean. And then you'll come back and say, well, Hollywood, uh, you know, don't that make them a gang? I don't think so. I think that, the you know, if they have to take care of business, they take care of business. It could affect everybody in the news, yeah, because the citizens are seeing that crap. And they're the ones who make the laws and shit through their representatives. But how is that affecting you as an independent? See, that's what I never understood. You have independents that actually come on the platform, and this might be something that is affecting the lifestyle. They come on the platform after hearing all the news that I do. Well, clubs should just get along and they should stick together. That's unreasonable. That really is. What does it matter? Does it affect you what's going on in a club scene if you're an independent? I, I doubt it other than, hey, yeah, you might get profiled, but that's the way it's always been. That's something you have to get used to. You know, these cops nowadays, they'll pull over people with hog membership on their backs. They'll pull all over people that are riding clubs. They'll pull over people in biker ride stuff. That's just the way it's always been because a biker's not supposed to conform to society. They ain't. So, of course, there's always been that friction between Leo and bikers. So, I really don't see where people or have the need to voice that kind of opinion because it doesn't affect you now some people are going to come back and say well you're being hypocritical blah 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 I know I get it all the time you know a lot of stuff I base on the news of the day I don't like spinning a big old web in the way I'm thinking. I like to look at the individual story and give an opinion on that. Hey, it might not mix with some of my past opinions, but those opinions are based on the story. I actually would argue that people that are joining law enforcement MCs that ain't law enforcement that can actually be a pretty good threat to the scene. Because tradition is just thrown out the door. It's like people don't care about the history. And again, this could be generational. 
They don't consider how things have been done in the past where, hey, wait a second here. We don't mix with cops for the very reason but this. They profile the hell out of people. They freaking harass them. Then next thing you know, they want to throw on a three-piece patch, put an LE cube on, act all stupid out in public. And you wonder why people get upset with that, especially in the club scene? Here they are busting you, and then they want to be with you. I believe LE clubs could be the biggest threat to the scene. Because... How can you uphold your constitutional duty to protect and serve 9 to 5, then throw it out the door as soon as you get off and then you put on some leathers and go on the bike? And how could bikers support that kind of hypocrisy? That's one main thing I'm always going to stick with. Because I just can't believe in that. But for those that, you know, go after gangbangers and stuff, you know what? Everybody loves a bike. Uh, so what do you guys think? What do you guys think is the biggest threat to the scene as a whole? I'm not just talking about MCs. You know, I actually got a video coming out this weekend where I ask... What's everybody's fascination with motorcycle clubs? I actually have a video coming out about that. What is the fascination? I would think that you would love getting around with a bunch of buddies, going out riding, partying hard, hitting as many miles as you can, seeing as many titties as you can. And having fun. Why do everybody have to get fascinated by the MCs? I, I don't know, man. But that's what I find a lot on social media. Maybe it's just social media. And maybe, you know, most people don't get fascinated. But, you know, I put the argument out there. I asked the question. We'll see what you guys think. But let's go on to the Biker News, baby. Get your most unbiased and trusted Biker News now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Hey guys, Carrie here from Bagger Syndicate Cycles. Just to let you know about the place that has the craziest hats on the market. Apparel that's based all upon bikers, baggers, and brotherhood. And ladies, we didn't forget about you either. Between tank tops and baby doll tees, we have it all. Now just go to BaggerSyndicateCycles.com and check it out. Mwah. Here we go, Daily News! Out in New York. Assassination of Bronx motorcycle gang leader was retaliation for shots fired at Hells Angels New Bronx headquarters, prosecutors say. This by Thomas Tracy, New York Daily News. Hells Angels member Frank Loose Cannon, 58, and uh, Shannon uh, Thongtharath, 29 were arrested July 22nd for allegedly shooting Francisco Rosada, the head 
of the Pagans Motorcycle Club's Bronx chapter. Rosado, 51, was shot dead in the parking lot at Holland Avenue and Boston Road in Ellerton about 3.20 p.m. on May 2nd. We covered this story. It's in past segments. Go check it out. It gives a lot more stuff in it. Near the Bronx building where he worked as a super. He was shot in the head, neck, and back. Another pagan identified as Javier Cruz, 42, was shot in the arm. Two masked suspects were caught on disturbing video jumping out of their Jeep Cherokee and opening fire on the two men. There's a picture of uh, the victim right there, uh, Francisco Rosado. Now you're going to have people come in and say, you know, uh, by the way, if you're going to make a comment, make a comment. Don't throw 81 out there, supporter, go ahead. You know what, that's not the kind of stuff you put on, uh, you know, after hearing a story like this. A guy lost his freaking life. The Pagans have been deemed an outlaw motorcycle uh, gang by federal authorities, and several of its members have been linked to drug dealing, violence, and death, officials said. Some of its members. Remember that. Not all of them. Uh, both were arrested on uh, the July 22nd charges of murder, manslaughter, attempted murder, and assault charges. A third suspect, Anthony DeStefano, De 27, a member of Satan's Soldiers, was also arrested and charged with manslaughter and conspiracy. The motive at the time was unknown. Well, we all knew what was going on. Uh, the sad stuff is... They're probably going to spend the rest of their lives in jail over this. And then you got to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth any of this? You know what I mean? A Bronx grand jury recently indicted uh, Tedali and uh, Thong Thorath, or whatever the hell it is. Uh, murder charges both are being held without bail on Rikers Island awaiting the next court date. Quote, the defendants allegedly shot the two victims in retaliation for a January 2020 shooting outside the Hells Angels uh, headquarters on Long Street Ave in the Bronx. Bronx uh, District Attorney Darcel Clark said in the statement Wednesday the defendants allegedly conspired and carried out this horrific violence in the residential area near a busy intersection in broad daylight. These retaliatory shootings hurt our communities and must stop. So there's the problem when uh, clubs go to war with each other. Is this is what the citizens see. And then everybody wonders why the laws that are passed are passed. It's actually quite simple. You know, and people are going to say, well, why can't people get along and blah, blah, blah. Well, when you have a club move into somebody else's traditional territory, there's going to be freaking problems. Let's, you know, let's face it, it's tribal. It's always going to be. There's not going to be peace. So you can give up on that fantasy. But maybe this is, you know something that's going to hurt the you know that scene but i don't see it hurting all bikers other than freaking throwing them uh with all these uh profiling stuff but we got more on the hell's angels in a couple bit now let's go to biker dad motorcycle deaths are, are across the country here's how your state is doing now, let's see here
Uh, James lay down chest then. Oh, there's a video of this one. Let's go take a look. Richard Clark, commander of the Combat Vets Motorcycle Association here in Mobile. And we just, we just, Wednesday, this Wednesday, we just lost one of our Right now, yeah, right now it looks like down. a single car accident, but it's under investigation. Yeah. Is that uh, too many happened? Is that uh, Chesson? Is that his name? Lay down. Yeah, Chesson. Uh, lay down. James Chesson. Yeah, James Chesson. Yeah. So that's a little bit about uh, the video. Uh, Chesson was a beloved member of the local co uh, chapter of the Combat Veterans Motorcycle Association. He was a veteran, a husband, a father, and a grandfather, but in August 2019, he also became a statistic. And there is a chart on this article by uh, Chris Best. He's also known as Biker Dad at uh, WKRG.com. He was one of 93 people killed on motorcycles in the state of Alabama in 2019. Alabama was one of the few states that saw increases in the number of deaths uh, with the local data. Overall, a new report says America's roads are getting safer for drivers, a little bit safer for motorcyclists. Well, if you guys would actually enforce this uh, ticketing of freaking people texting on their phones or putting their phones against their ears, maybe to get more safer, man. Although very slightly, motorcycle deaths are down across the country, according to the latest fatality numbers from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Overall, the number of deaths in uh, motorcycle crashes in 2019 was 0.5% less than uh, 2018. To put it in perspective, though, it doesn't amount to much of a drop. 5,038 people were killed in motorcycle crashes in 2018 versus 5,014. 24 lives saved, but it still goes a lot safer for the bikers on the road. Then again, uh, there is this little thing over here that shows, you know, the traffic fatalities like in Illinois. 2018 was 119, 138 in 2019. So there was an increase here in Illinois. Uh, increase by one in Iowa from 43 to 44. There was a drop from in Kansas, and these are just examples of the stuff you'll see here. 65 then went down to 41. So, you know what? One is too many, especially with some of these uh, drivers that feel like uh, bikers are all nothing but white supremacists. And they go after them. There's been two of those incidences so far uh, this year alone. So, huh, yeah. Canada! Yes, we go to our crazy neighbors to the north. Police informant Noel Harder free after pleading guilty to 2018 weapons charges. He spent nearly two years in solitary confinement, and you want to know why? You want to know why? Harder served as a police informant and main witness for Project Versati. The largest organized crime investigation on uh, January 14, 2014, police raided 19 locations in seven cities. An estimated $8 million worth of methamphetamines, cocaine, and fentanyl linked to at least three, says, uh, let's see here, overdoses, deaths was seized. Oh, ouch. 
More than a dozen members of the Fallen Saints, Hells Angels, and other organizations were charged with a variety of offenses. Harder was the star witness in a case that saw multiple convictions. On September 25, 2018, the 39-year-old was arrested in a southern neighborhood after a pedestrian spotted a man in the driver's seat of a Range Rover racking a handgun, meaning pulling back its slide to ready to fire. Police arrested Harder, charged him with more than a dozen weapons-related charges because of his previous role as an informant. He had been kept in solitary confinement since then for his protection. That all ended Thursday in provincial court. He pleaded guilty to five charges, mostly related to the loaded uh, 9mm he had in the SUV. Given enhanced credit for time in custody, he was sentenced to time served. The sentence is on the lower end. Mr. Harder was in a very different situation with respect to other prisoners in that he spent over two years in solitary confinement. So, basically, he walks after two years in you know, solitary after he took down a whole damn uh, clubs. Now, let's go to the Saltwire Network. Sentencing a Hell's Angel drug case adjourned for health reasons. This one up north as well. At least that's what I think. That's where the newspaper's coming. It's been 18 months since an Eastern Shore man pleaded guilty to three charges from an undercover investigation into drug trafficking by the Hell's Angels outlaw motorcycle gang. And he still hasn't been sentenced. Paul Francis Monahan, 64. Ah, he's 64. Let him go. Was supposed to be sentenced Thursday in a Dartmoor provincial court, but the hearing was adjourned because of concerns about his health. He's 64 years old. That's why his health's bad. Defense lawyer uh, Peter Planata requested the adjournment on behalf of his client, and the prosecutor did not oppose the motion. Quote, I understand it's been adjourned a number of times, but my concern is that Mr. Monahan is in very poor health. He said Monahan has chronic, uh, or COPD, and other ailments and would be a high risk if he were to contract COVID-19 in prison. Quote, the only realistic outcome here is a federal period of incarceration. While there are a couple institutions within the Atlantic bubble, I think given the affiliations involved, it would be likely that Mr. Monahan would end up a different part of the country once in the federal system. Given what's going on in other places, I'm trying to avoid putting him in that risk. So I'm going to ask to adjourn this for a couple more months and then see where we're at then. Crown Attorney Mike Taylor, who is seeking a four-year sentence, said the defense request was very reasonable. Wow. <laughs> that usually don't happen. Under normal circumstances, I'd be very concerned that it's getting quite long in the tooth, but I do recognize that Mr. Monahan seems to have significant health issues. So, why don't you just send us him the four years of freaking a bracelet, man. Put a bracelet on his ankle and home confinement. The prosecutor agreed there's at least a reasonable likelihood that Mohanahan could be transferred out of the Atlantic region. Certainly we wouldn't want this period of incarceration to turn into something that could potentially be deadly for him 
given these special circumstances, it's an exceptional case. I would say the Crown is not opposed to the request being made. The judge uh, adjourned the sentencing until mid-December. Mahonan, an Ontario man, Mark David, uh, were arrested on various drug-related charges in November 2017 following a nine-month investigation called Operation Harley. He was a hangaround member of the Hells Angels Nomad chapter in New Brunswick and a former hangaround of the Hells Angel chapter in London, Ontario. He was a full patch member of the Hells Angels in Oshawa. Uh, then it goes into the whole case and stuff like that. But, you know, that is uh, very unusual for a prosecutor to agree to the sentencing like that. To put it on hold. But damn, man, some people have humanity. Now, Cody Grasswalder, shame! Purcell police officer arrested on charges of sexual battery. Yes, another one, ain't it, Corey Graff? <sighs> These cops. <sighs> OKCFox.com. Uh, the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation agents arrested a Purcell, Oklahoma police officer who was accused of sexually assaulting a woman in August while he's on duty. The Purcell Police Department requested OSBI assistance on August 13, 2020. After the allegations against 41-year-old Jason Bacca were made by the 37-year-old female. Bacca started working as an officer with the Purcell Police Department in 2019. He has been unpaid. Yes, he's been unpaid administratively since the investigation was initiated. An arrest warrant was issued for him this morning, which was 10-8-2020, and he turned himself in. He is facing one count of sexual battery and is in the McLean County Jail on 50 uh, G Bond. Uh, the OSBI uh, does not comment on the employment status of a person. Uh, yeah, anybody who believes they had have had inappropriate contact with BACA is encouraged to contact the OSBI 800-522-8017. So, there's another one in the wall of shame. Yes, yeah, sexual battery, assault, uh, DOI, that's all part of the norm with these uh, Leos, man. And they go off and call freaking clubs gangs. Final thoughts. Al from Hollywood and Chinadal Evening Show. Join us Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube for some fun times and very interesting entertainment. See you there, boys. Oh, yeah. See you there, man. Uh, get on over there and subscribe to Hollywood and Chinadal's channel. We had a live yesterday, and boy, was I cracking up. We got some freaky hooligans over uh, that come over from this channel, man. You guys were awesome. It was fun. Uh, man, Corey, Corey, Corey. Man, you were funnier than hell yesterday, man. Let me tell you. Uh, so as far as the news is concerned, uh, we all knew it was heating up in uh, New York with them uh, particular clubs. Uh, what can I say about it, man? It is what it is. You know, it's the way it goes. <laughs> uh, so, you know, again, I don't believe, uh, you know, the MCs are ruining the scene. Uh, you know, I don't believe much can. Okay. 50 years from now, there'll be different freaking, you know, ways of thinking about it. 
and everybody is still be riding and partying. You know, hopefully not all on a electric bikes, but <laughs> hopefully it uh, resembles somewhat of what we have today. But every generation has a different uh, opinion. And don't forget, watch my uh, video blog. What is the fascination with MCs? You should be out there riding, partying, banging as much uh, pretty as you can. Of course, you know, that's old school thinking too. Nowadays, it's like, well, I got my woman and I won't do that. Okay, that's up on you, man. If you don't want to get your pecker licked, that's on you <laughs> to each his own. But check out that video, man. I think it would be really interesting uh, to see some of the comments on that one. Uh, also, uh, you know, the Canada thing, uh, that's been in the news for quite a while, man. That guy was a huge freaking informant. Huge! <laughs> that was big stories back then. I remember covering that and that Operation Harley. Man, they they took everybody down on that one. <laughs> and it was only one guy that did it. I never understood why... People turn to be an informant just to get out of something they knew that they could face by getting into the situation in the first place. If you know the risks and you can't take them risks, then why getting in the first place? Why do you have to bring people down with you? That's one thing I never understood about informants. Why? You chose to go into this business. You knew that the ultimate end game would have been either the grave or prison. It's just how smart you are in between if you avoid either. But then you get caught up and next thing you know you're taking all these people with you. I'm not even talking about being a biker, a club member, or a gangster, dude. What kind of man are you to do that? It's a very honest and, you know what, necessary question to be asked of these type of people. Are you getting involved because you like the limelight, the money, the girls? Is that your plan all along? If you get caught up, you're going to take other people with you? I just don't see that as being an honorable man, man. I think that's a coward way to do things. It's just my opinion. I don't know what you guys think of that kind of stuff. But if you're going to take the risk, then know what the hell that's going to happen and stand up and take the punishment. Don't take people down with you. That's the cops' the job to go after those that are targeted. And it's for those that are targeted not to get caught. The cops don't, you know, need you to help them out, man. Come on, that's just freaking ridiculous. It really is. Maybe that's one thing that's gonna that's hurting the scene, man. There's a lot of freaking rats now. I hate it every time I have to cover the news, man, and a rat pops up, and it's like, man. So there, maybe that might be hurting uh, the MC culture. I don't know. I don't know.
Uh, other than that, with uh, the death numbers, man, one is too damn many if you ask me. There has to be some kind of accountability for somebody that kills a motorcyclist. Especially if they were drunk or they were texting or on their phone. That's BS right there. Really BS. So, that's my thoughts for the show today. It is Friday. Don't forget, Saturday and Sunday, my standalone video blogs. I do those on Wednesday, Saturday, Sundays. Three a week. Just pick out subjects that people send to me. Try to answer them as best as I can from my viewpoint. My viewpoint ain't gospel, man. It's just my personal opinion and stuff. With that, I'll talk to you guys later.